When was the last time we uploaded a podcast? June 25th. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just checked. I just wanted to be a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit embarrassing. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. But, you know, not doing the podcast is not going to make me get a job any faster. So That is true. So we're we're going to try and get out of our depression Mm -hmm. haze and get back to work. And it's not like we haven't wanted to do this. (laughs) We've been thinking about you. We've been thinking about you so much. It's not like we've been doing any other podcast. Like, Like, just you, baby. Like, we miss you. We just needed, like, a break to find ourselves. (laughs) Like, we're just afraid of commitment. And, you know, it's all because of my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Lord. Um, Yeah, so we're your shitty ex-boyfriend, hopefully soon-to-be current boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get toxic. Um. (laughs) You know, and that is really on point for what we're talking about today, um, which I forgot. Welcome to the pod, <laughs> as Welcome always. Pod. Um, I'm sitting with Alaska, of course. What's up? And me, Spencer. Um, and we are covering a tippy-toe kind of controversial topic. <laughs> <laughs> there is going to be a lot of, this is how other people feel lines yeah. in this. There's also, a, a lot of like, this is just the history. This is the yeah. background. This is not how we This feel. is what it means. We're not going to talk about what we feel this way or the other. Yeah. This um, is not also, a discourse episode. Before we even get into any information, if you're related to me, don't listen to this. Yeah. Maybe just skip this one and the next one. Nobody related to me listens to this podcast, <laughs> but for some reason, if you're here and you didn't fucking tell me, get the fuck out. <laughs> just, just for this episode. It's okay. You can listen to the other ones. You can listen to <laughs> any other one. If you, if you're my mom... <laughs> I, you're welcome to listen to anything else. Literally, I'll anything send you a wreck, but not this one. So, before we get into what Dead Dove Do Not Eat is, um, I just want to give some trigger warnings up top. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to have timestamps on Instagram and in the description for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if there's certain stuff that you were just like not going to engage with, totally cool. And you know, you still want to listen to other parts of the episode. Yeah, we'll make sure everything is skippable. You don't have to face anything crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're not going to blindside you. Yeah, for <laughs> Do sure. Do our best not to. Uh, so just general trigger warnings for, like, non-con, rape, incest, pedophilia, bestiality, um, necrophilia, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, the heavy hitters. Um, yeah, the heavy hitters. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm mostly worried about giving the non-con, incest, and pedophilia ones, but... We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different stuff, but those are the the real big ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is Dead Dove Do Not Eat? Basically, it originates from an episode of Arrested Development. Yes. Uh, where <laughs> Job, who is a character that is a crappy magician, yeah. uh, buys a dove at a store, and then when he goes to leave, kills that dove by running into the door. <laughs> Immediately. Because <laughs> he puts it in his jacket pocket. Um, and I guess decides he's going to return it at some point. And so he puts it in a bag in the fridge 
and has a sign on it that says dead dove do not eat and uh the main character michael opens it and immediately like it's just like well i don't know what i expected (laughs) (laughs) and that is it's a beautiful scene go watch it it's great um but that became a meme obviously because it is so funny and i feel like it's very clear what dead dove do not eat means from that but it basically means you you get what's on the tin like You can't be like, oh, it says bestiality, and then there's somebody having sex with a horse, and you're like, what did I... I don't know what I expected. Um, Yeah. Like, they told you. They put the sign. They told you what it is. Like, dead dove, don't don't eat it. Don't eat it. So. Um, So it has become, like, a very common thing on the internet, and it became a big uh, tag on AO3, especially recently. Technically, the definition for it on fan lore... It, they define it as basically a warning or a tag that is used to indicate a work that contains tropes or elements that may be deemed morally reprehensible without explicitly condemning the sensitive aspects. Mm-hmm. So it's also good to keep in mind because it may have mentions of stuff in fix that you're reading where there could be pedophilia or incest or whatever. And it's not necessarily about these per- people getting their comeuppance. It could just be exploring this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's common to see this along with don't like, don't read. Yeah. Uh, which we sort of mentioned before, which is, you know, if it's not for you, just don't engage with it. Yeah. That's why the tags are there. You don't, you know, you, you're not going to like everything. Some content's not for you. Yeah. Um, it has gradually increased in popularity. It had 274 fix under this tag on AO3 in 2016 and as of today it has just under 35,000 fix so it went from 300 to 35,000 in the course of you know five oh years God. six yeah. years yeah because this is September 2022 yeah yes um so obviously it increases a lot it's become really really popular in the last like two years I feel like like really shot up in popularity in its usage yeah for sure and it's like such a good way it's like this kind of content it's not like it never existed it's just like a great way to like make sure that when you talk about these kinds of sensitive topics people have a fair warning so they don't accidentally come upon stuff especially like a site like AO3 where there's such a variety of things that people are writing like super fluffy like just cute little romances um and then also these like really sensitive and dark topics so it's like you know very Mm -hmm. easy for someone who may not want to interact with this content at all or very specific things to come upon things but also a fair warning so you don't accidentally read it like you right, can come exactly. across the tags or whatever and then be like oh i'm turning around going the other way uh well before you get invested in a story or whatever so this episode we're going to talk about the collection of tags that usually come with dead Duff do not eat mm-hmm. um and kind of unpack what all of those mean uh we're going to talk about the main the big tags that you get on ao3 which are like the creator warnings so these are like rape non-con and um, underage, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the smaller ones, which a lot of those tags are basically just kinks. Mm-hmm. But if you are a fanfic, you know, connoisseur, you might not know them. And it can be very surprising when you open a fic and you don't recognize the thing. Yeah. And you, it awakens something in you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. So the most popular fic with this tag on AO3, which I'm basically going to be using AO3 exclusively in this episode as like my you know marker for this because you can't look up dead dove do not eat on like fanfic.net or something so without the tags like it's a useless thing right yeah so the most popular fic on ao3 um is a harry potter fanfic of course um you know they're dominating the fucking internet um called don't look back by onyx and elm who is like a really popular fanfic 
author, and it is a Dramini fic, which is Draco and Hermione. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great, but oh my god, it stresses me out. I did read this fic. It's still a work in progress, and oh, somehow wow. is the most popular one in this tag. Fascinating. Um, you know, I. It's intense, but I don't think it actually warrants a dead tough do not eat tag. Oh, okay. Um, just to maybe that's why it's the most popular. Throw, maybe it is because yeah. like some of the other ones it says dead dove do not eat. You you're read like, it, you're oh. like, I'm gonna be scarred for life. And you're like, mm, like I... me, a 30 year old is going to be scarred from reading this. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm gonna mention this in therapy. Now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I feel like also mentioning that it's like dead dove do not eat can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Like sometimes it will be added to a fic where I'm like that one. It does have violence, but it's, it's kind of tame. canon typical. Yeah. Uh, you know, Draco is a werewolf, so it's just like werewolf violence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing like so horrific that it, I feel like it requires that tag, but everybody's different. Yeah. Um, one of the other top tag, uh, one of the other top fix is another Harry Potter fic uh, titled Hermione Granger Demonologist by Brilliant Lady, mm. uh, which is about a 10 year old Hermione summoning a demon um it also only has a teen rating which to be clear uh above that is mature and explicit it's just getting teen and up audiences uh <laughs> um, but it's a dead dove and it also includes the tag negative portrayal of christianity oh uh, which i think is very which funny i think is pretty clear by it's the name demonologist honestly yeah. just read the bible and that's pretty negative yeah <laughs> There's a lot of incest in that. I would say that's a dead dove content, okay? You know, honestly. like When they, they're like, we're going to have sex with our dad. And you're like, uh, I thought this was about Jesus or something. Right. Or like God being like, hey, kill your son. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And, and he's he like, was like, ah, LOL. Just kidding. He doesn't even kill his son. Like, what's ugh, the drama? <laughs> um, God, Old Testament God. <laughs> he was he was something else. And I feel like including the like negative portrayals of Christianity, I couldn't figure out why else. I had did not read this fic. I am kind of curious about it, but I, I was very interested as why it had a dead dove tag and was only a teen rating mm-hmm. and not explicit. You would expect with something with a dead dove tag. Right. But I kind of just wanted to like put these next to each other and talk about the fact that, like I said, it can mean different things to different people. So when I searched up this tag, I usually search by kudos because specifically because users can only leave kudos once mm, like mm-hmm. um whereas hits can be like multiple yeah times. multiple times so i just feel like kudos is a little bit easier to see like what's actually popular yep. versus what's being like visited multiple times mm-hmm. so when i sorted this by kudos just on the first page alone there were tags uh like cannibalism non-consensual somnophilia sexual slavery and brainwashing mm. As well as bullying, somewhat good Voldemort, and references to depression. Somewhat good Voldemort. <laughs> they were like, whoa, this is heavy, okay? Dead dove, y'all. They are like, whoa, like, don't <laughs> interact, because Voldemort, he be kind of good sometimes <laughs> in this one. He be kind of good in this one. You're like, uh-oh. Um, so we all have our limits, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, this tag may mean, you know, what is extreme to you might not be extreme to others. Yeah, for sure. Um, so a lot of times this tag is also used with like a dark fic or dark AU tag as well, or this is kind of a synonym. So if you see dark fic or dark AU, this is an older term, Oh, okay. but yeah. you know, if you find a fic that's older and dead dub was not a thing or that episode for rest of development was not popular, like yeah. 
that this kind of means the same thing mm-hmm. that dark fix and dark AUs are um, fixed that deal with intentionally disturbing material and usually do not have happy endings. Um, but also something to look for, look out for because, you know, you can have very disturbing content and still have happy endings. But if you are not, you know, I don't read anything that has a sad ending. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you just can't handle it. Right. I'm like, unless like, it's no a one shot, like I'm not going to put in the work to read that. No. Uh, so just something to look out for with like dark fake and dark AU that tag specifically. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this before, but on AO3, there are a couple things called, um, archive warnings okay so these are separate from tags but they appear like tags in the fic they appear bolded it's before you even get to like relationships and characters Mm -hmm. um so there's two that i don't understand or there's two that feel very similar to me which is creator chose not to use archive warnings and no archive warnings apply um because (laughs) you're not required to put anything yeah right you're not required it's just a select thing it's not like you have to choose one so it's weird that there's two but regardless um (laughs) the other ones are graphic depictions of violence major character death rape non-con and underage Mm -hmm. so those are the big four um major character death is obviously very important because again you do not want to get blindsided when you're like i'm gonna read a fun fic and then it's like the Uh main character died is this divergent like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah for sure um, um wait so quick question so because they're like self-selected and like you know you have to put in the tags like you know obviously manually and you don't have to but is there like a thing where if you were let's say like writing a story and you weren't anticipating doing this kind of darker stuff you want to add it in and then you add those tags do they automatically like go to the top yes okay. so the way that um ao3 tags work is they're basically in sections mm-hmm. and so the first one is the archive warnings like i said they're bolded they're the first ones you see mm-hmm. and then relationship tags okay. and whatever order you decide to put them in character tags like who's in this fic mm-hmm. and then additional tags okay gotcha. and those will show up and you can add them at any time in the editing process you can go back and edit them right. and, you know and change the order that they're in okay cool. but archive warnings are always in the same order okay yes if you have multiple and they always appear up top so people can super clear you know avoid what they want to avoid yeah because i was just imagining like someone like you know just like not thinking of it and just adding something in and it's like you know something dark like deep in like the sometimes tags that's or what something. happens too with some of these other tags that i'm going to mention later where it's like this is fun and then it's like water sports and you're like i'm gonna uh. kill myself <laughs> um <laughs> so um today we're not really going to be talking about graphic depictions of violence or major character death because that's not really dead dev con- i mean it can be uh some people consider violence like dead dev content mm-hmm. i don't really consider that the same thing like when i'm thinking dead dev i'm thinking of the more extremes like non-con and underage content mm-hmm. um you know some of these more insane uh kinks a graphic depictions of violence has a wide usage there's so many fics that have this tag um and then major character death is self-explanatory like i said Mm -hmm. um but we're gonna focus on rape non-con and underage first Mm -hmm. so non-con means non-consensual um and it's pretty common also to see a tag dub con or dubious consent. Okay, yes. Uh, so it's just something else to look out for. Sometimes people will not put rape non-con tags, but will put dubious consent or extremely dubious consent, which for some people, based on your understanding, you know, based on your understanding of the fic and what's mm. happening could be perceived as rape 
Gotcha. Um, basically meaning like dubious consent means like there's consent issues here. Right. It's uh, something that's very common in romance novels where it's like this might be rape in a different situation, but the main character's into it. Okay, yes. So it's okay. Right. Um, just something also to look out for because some people are very, very adverse to that kind of content understandably right or like in a story too i'm just thinking like narratively like sometimes like the consent isn't like made clear until like after something already happens right right so you know and it could be stuff like they're being held captive so it's like it's coercive no matter what or like in the omega verse they're an omega and you know there's people like automatically assume there is consent issues there because they're under some sort of influence based on like hormones or drugs right right the power dynamics are like different yeah Yeah. power dynamics is an excellent you know thing to bring up as well like if you have a fic that is like teacher student but Mm -hmm. the student is an adult right you know it's not necessarily underage or dead dove content but that might be dubious consent because there is you know yeah implicit could be coercion could be you know a whole myriad of things right right so obviously non-con can have a ton of different meanings uh, Mm -hmm. to different people and i have seen a lot of fix um just through different research where people seem to not tag non-con when they should like i've seen a couple where the author explicitly put in a note oh i added non-con because a lot of people said i should and then you read the fic and there is like explicit rape in it (laughs) so it's a it's all over the place and sometimes there's non-con you know in this major tag and it is just like an off thing like it they just mention rape in the background like it could have happened but it oh, didn't yeah. or you know whatever this right is, it's so wide i feel like it's not and i think that's the reason that the additional tags are so important like even if you see non-con you know maybe you're just like we're not engaging at all like do not show me these yeah you know seeing the other tags will give you a better idea of like what they're actually going to be doing right right um the most popular non-config on the site is um, Manacled, which oh yes, we will talk about in in excruciating, almost um, grating and annoying detail from me because I it's our podcast and I can do whatever I want. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> but Manacled is a also a Germani fic. It is a you know Harry Potter. Uh, Voldemort wins kind of story. Yeah. Basically everyone is dead except for Hermione and it's, it's also a Handmaid's Tale kind of thing. So if you know what yeah. Handmaid's Tale, that's what it is. Um, uh, saying kind of is really generous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost a carbon Tale. copy. Basically. It is. Yes. Yeah. Um, we have opinions. It's fine. <laughs> You'll hear them later. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about this fic because it was the first Harry Potter fic I read, which is a crazy one oh, to start with. Yeah. It is um, it's longer than the first Game of Thrones book. Um, Which is mind-boggling. I read it in one sitting and fucked up my eyes because I was looking at my phone for too long. Yeah. Um, but this is the most popular non-config, and it is it has a huge fan base. It, it is all over TikTok sure and stuff. It's very popular right now. Mm-hmm. So the other big archive warning is underage, which, uh, you know, explicitly refers to like sexual content where one or more characters is underage it can refer to uh, a relationship that is an adult and a you know child or you know just someone under the age of consent or two people under the age of consent engaging in otherwise consensual activity okay gotcha again it can have like a very big you know meaning Mm -hmm. because i often see this underage archive warning with harry potter fix where the characters are both you know 15 and they're in school right um which to me doesn't work like they are underage when this is happening but it's to me it's not the same as like a 15 year old having sex with a 30 year old right like like they're two teens like that's what they're gonna do and they can because they're both the same age right right, right. or like you know they're both children 
Um, um, it's not the same, yeah, as the, like, adult children thing. Right. right. But, you know, people have opinions about that. So it's a very common tag to see with, like, a what looks to be a very serious archive warning for a lot of fics that really it's not that serious, but it is, like, right. some people don't want to engage with content where it's even, like, they don't want to read about 16-year-olds having sex with each other. That's fair. Fine. I totally get that. Engage in what you want to engage with. Yeah. Totally cool. You know, that kind of makes sense, too, because it's, like, especially as, like, a reader or, like, a viewer or whatever um, of, like, a story, it's, like... And it's like, oh, should I should I be here for this? Like, if you guys are doing this, I get that. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I feel that way when I watch things where I'm like, these right? Are I feel to be that more with, Yeah, like with that show, like Sex Education, was kind of hard to watch a little bit. Of, yeah. Like some of the scenes, I was like, I don't know if I should be watching this. Right, but I, I don't have that issue with reading. Right. Um, I'm like, especially if they're like in their teens, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. If they're both teenagers, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And I always picture them as adults, anyways, because I don't know how to picture teenagers in my mind. So they just yeah. go from like little 10 year olds to a 25 year old man yeah for sure like my brain operates in the same way the witcher does where kids are just horrifying little gremlins and then everybody else looks like an adult yeah it's like the sims where it's like once (laughs) you unlock the teen era they're like they have the same outfits as the adults yeah um anyway i don't compute in my head (laughs) so a big tag that is like really common in the underage archive warning umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I think people really need to look out for. One of the ones that has the biggest trigger warning here is Chan. Okay. Yes. So um, Chan, we're just, I'm just going to, you know, go through the history of it. Cause I, I was, I don't know. I found it kind of interesting. Chan is a term that refers to, you know, underage sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause it basically it came out of, the Star Wars fandom. Oh, okay. Which really surprised me because I was like, I thought it was a more recent word, but, you know. Yeah, it's got some history to it. Yeah, it's got a little bit. So it came specifically from shippers of Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And if I am saying that name wrong, uh, don't I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, you know um, who we're talking about. <laughs> I I watched, I've seen the movies, but I watched a couple of videos of people saying it and they were all different. So I was like, I'm just going to say it however I want because he's a made up man and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, um, so it was shippers of these two characters from specifically the prequels, which came out in like the, I think the late 90s, like when they started coming out. Okay, yeah. Uh, so around that time period, um, Hugon is, actually, I think both of them are adults in the... Um, Movies, okay. but this ship, uh, there were a lot of people that shipped them specifically when Obi Wan was underage because um, okay. I think Hugon is basically his like mentor. Okay. Um, and then Obi Wan becomes, you know, Anakin Skywalker's mentor, like that that sort of structure. Okay. Um, so it refers to like a time period before what we see in canon. Um, that is when Obi Wan is underage. Gotcha. Um, this was pretty controversial at the time. I mean, obviously, this kind of stuff is always taboo mm-hmm. and always controversial. Um, but you know, especially when fan before we had these mega, you know fanfic sites and stuff like this was a pretty controversial thing to ship and write about um and i think added on to that is the fact that it's slash it's two men oh uh, which right. is always people Has got issues its own bag of worms you could say <laughs> yeah and i will say that um <laughs> you know george lucas was not necessarily a fan of gay characters um you know gay ships and stuff so it, yeah. it was controversial in the fandom and then added that underage you know element to it that made it even more controversial for sure so basically in february of 2000 um there was a panel held at um a 
convention called Escapade, which is a slash convention that's been held since 1991. Oh, period. I don't know if they're still doing it, but if they are, we should go. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone knows about it, let us know. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we could Google it, but I won't because I'll immediately forget. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this was a panel that was held there, uh, you know, during this convention, this slash convention, where people got into an argument about... Um, whether this ship was appropriate because basically it comes from not necessarily the prequels but from a series of books because Star Wars had canon books that went along with it Mm. Um, its own fan fiction really that George Lucas would assign as canon when he really liked we talk about it in our one of the first episodes of fan fiction thing but that's a mini summary Um, so basically there were a series of books and in it Obi-Wan is 13 years old okay um, and I think that's kind of where the ship came out, you know, from. Mm. And so there was a big argument, which seemed to come from like, not necessarily adult and, you know, kid kind of thing, but more about semantics within the Star Wars universe. So talking about like, whether um, the fact that Obi-Wan was expected to do like, like live as an adult as a 13 year old had a part to play in this like, you know, in this ship Mm because in it he's a 13 year old who is expected to travel the galaxy on his own so people argue that he is like old enough to have a job old enough to explore his own sexuality um and then other people talking about you know whether or not he needs to reach their age of majority you know within the content and you know a big argument around the magic moment of becoming an adult so like it's not like you go from being 17 to 18 and your brain changes and you're a different person. Right. Especially not in, you know, in the Star Wars universe or whatever. Like this was a very semantics based argument. Right. But basically the point of why I'm telling you this is because out of this argument uh, came the Chan slash mailing list. So the reason that the mailing list was called Chan Slash is because it was really common for people when they were talking about Obi-Wan in this specific ship where he is underage as Obi-Chan. Mm-hmm. So that's like where the word Chan comes from. Okay, yes. Yeah, which ties in um, with the original like Japanese meaning or like the actual usage of Chan in Japanese. Um, because when someone says like Obi-Chan or something like that, it's very often, yeah, attached to like the end of a name or like a nickname. Um, and it's used when the speaker is trying to express that they find this person or thing or whatever as endearing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very often used for young children, like babies, um, or even sometimes like, you know, just close friends or family members, like their grandparents or something like that, or even like cute animals. Okay. Um, So it's very like, um... The word, you know, is supposed to express that, like, feeling of um, finding something, like, just so cute and, like, adorable. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense, you know, why people would refer to him as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this obviously was a word used long before we had the websites and definitely long before AO3 and this was a tag. So it was right. already a term being used and, you know, accepted and, like, accepted to an extent in these communities. Mm-hmm. But it, it has shifted a lot, which is you know the history is interesting to me but like it's important to note that it does not necessarily mean the same thing that it used to so obviously in that you know kind of content it was like a 13 year old acting as an adult uh which is still pretty young like 13 but um now it typically refers to uh someone that is Mm pre-puberty so it's often 
uh, use alongside the tag extremely underage uh, rather than just underage yeah. to actually like you know tell people that what they're going to be reading about is somebody that is like hasn't hit puberty yet they're not a teenager they are very much a child mm-hmm. um it can sometimes refer to two characters that are pre-puberty but it usually does not it usually means an adult having sex with a child that is pre-puberty interesting um so that that's the basics of the term yeah. i feel like we told you we'd get heavy <laughs> yeah i'm like we're not gonna get into it any further than that i'm just gonna say like just so you're aware yeah i just wanted to like talk about you know what it means for sure because that is a tag that could be really you know disconcerting if you yeah you don't want to get surprised by it for sure you want to know the meaning before yeah. you interact because <laughs> you know it's not super common it only has about 500 fix that use this tag oh wow um across all fandoms yeah just on wow. ao3 in general um but you know surprisingly i have run into a lot of those like oh. you know people are reading them so it's just something to keep an eye out for um most of the ones on ao3 the top ones are uh, in the Harry Potter fandom, naturally, mm-hmm. and it's either Harry Potter Severus Snape or Harry Potter Tom Riddle. Um, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's you know, and it appears anywhere, but um, obviously there's a lot of kids in that story anyway. So right, it just it warrants <laughs> that kind of like yeah, um, uh, clarification around children. Right, and I will say that the one of the fix that I found was like the most confusing setup I've ever seen. Cause it was actually both Harry Potter, Severus Snape and Harry Potter, Tom Riddle. Oh, um, just covering all their bases. Yeah. And also <laughs> it, it includes a tag that I didn't even know you could write, which is Harry Potter slash question mark. Oh, and why would you even write that? Because like, I feel like that's an assumption. Yes. <laughs> it's like, who are they going to be with? And it's, it, you know, I'm just going to talk about this fic for a second. Let's go on a, a, a mini adventure into this because I was like, what, what is it? What is happening? It is over, or it's almost half a million words. Jesus super long. Still Christ. in progress, but they haven't updated since 2019. Um, but it, basically, the description is uh, this fic is called Be the Death of Me, by the way. Or how death lost Harry Potter's soul, had a small mental break, and took a vacation. A vacation as the boy who lived because irony. So this fic does include Chan, but Harry Potter is not necessarily in it. Because Harry Potter is being possessed by death. Uh, okay. So, I guess, yes, it's still Chan, but it is death and I'm guessing ageless being having sex with these men. Okay. But so, but Harry Potter is the host body. Yes. Okay. Because he lost Harry Potter's soul and I guess just decided to like become Harry Potter instead. Okay. Um, Rather than deal with the the fallout of having a a thing without a soul. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was just, like, very interested in this. It also includes the tag one-sided bestiality. And and bestiality is spelled wrong in the tag. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, so funny. But I was like, what does it mean? Like, what is one-sided bestiality? I'm like, bestiality is... It's always one-sided, yes? I'm like, the... It's, That's, like, the point is that animals can't consent. Yeah. So, like, it's always one-sided. Or, unless... It's like, what does I mean, it mean? What? Like, She says, right. a one-sided bestiality, and then the next tag is, unless you count that the centaur that one time. And I'm like, I don't. And so I need um, you to explain to me what you yeah. do. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um... <laughs> the, I... There's a lot to unpack there, and we're not yes. gonna. Yeah, I 
I couldn't. I was like, I'm not reading 455,000 words for this. No, definitely I have not. read so many Harry Potter fanfics with a very similar setup, not with death in it, but where there's some weird thing with Harry Potter time traveling, and they're all the same, and they're all so boring. Yeah, um, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, they're trying to be really crazy, but it mostly just makes it uninteresting. Yeah. Which I feel like is a pretty um, common in just time travel things in general. It's like, I feel like people don't anticipate how much, like, physics and, like, um, lore setup you have to do when you do time travel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and how quickly it just gets so boring. Right, I'm like, it's not like, fun it's to have a main character anymore. that knows everything. Like, yeah. it's not fun to have Harry Potter go back in time because he knows everything. Yeah. It's only fun if it's a side character who's like, I wasn't here for this. Mm-hmm. So I know what they put in the newspaper, but I don't know all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's fun. That's interesting. But otherwise, it, it's just a little 11-year-old Harry Potter going to the bank. And you're like, whoa. Like, okay. Crazy. So, like, he's a kid, and then he does adult things. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right. So? <laughs> you say so. Um, so anyways, but that heaviness behind us, let's move on to a different, uh, you could call it heaviness. I wouldn't necessarily, but let's talk about incest. (laughs) (laughs) Different. Um, it's not something something that I personally am into, uh, but it doesn't give me the same feeling as like Chan and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause mostly when I see incest stuff, it just makes me laugh. (laughs) Um, even if they're being serious about it, I'm like, this is LOL. Like, this is funny. I'm like, uh, incest is everywhere. It's very in right now. It's all over Pornhub. It really is. It's always like, yeah, you know, oh no, I'm stuck in a mattress. Oh my my God. Yeah. Or stuck in a dryer. That's like so open. (laughs) Just get out. Like you don't need to stay there. Just have sex with your son. Like whatever. Like just do it if you're gonna. Honestly. Um, so anyways, incest is uh, exactly what it sounds like, is family members having sex with each other. Yeah. Um, this is a very common tag. Uh, is you know, extremely common. Yeah, I mean, it's in Game of Thrones. It's very mainstream at this point. Yeah, everybody loves this. It's very, like I said, it's very in. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, these kinds of topics, like, trending. Like, oh, like, like there's going to be, like, trend forecasters talking about, like, oh, incest is, like, so in right now. It's very in this season. Uh, make sure that you're having sex with your family it's members. It's such, like, a fall, like, you know, aesthetic. Instead of Christian girl fall, it's it's incest girl, girl fall. Inc- <laughs> I was going to say Christian girl incest because there's the ones that be doing it. I'm like, that's, that's just what they do. I already talked about the Bible. Like, what do you want me to, what else do you want me to say? Um. <laughs> oh man, which is so funny that like this is like the kind of site that would even house these kinds of things, and then someone felt the need to be like, just so you know, there might be like negative like things about Christianity. It's like I want to find the person right, that is yeah. reading fanfic and would also be very mad or like upset by like negative portrayals of Christianity. Because yeah. like, is that in one person? Does I was like, exist? you think you're on this site and going to heaven? God has already damned you if you're as here. As soon as you press to, like, proceed on, like, the website, you're fucked. Right. You're when it's hell. like, uh, by the way, this is explicit. You're like, thank you. God's okay. like. Well, there's your fast pass yeah. down to hell. You're like, thank you. You can meet the queen there. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, hell yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, so it's a very common tag. It has just under 100,000 fix, um, which is a fucking lot. Yeah, that um, is a lot you know, using this tag, but that's just the standard incest tag. Yeah. 
Something that is interesting to me before we get into, you know, some of the sub tags in this um, is how common pseudo incest fanfic is specifically on Tumblr. Um, So it's really common to find fanfiction, you know, on Tumblr that's a lot shorter. They're one shots. A lot of times they're requested. And I've been looking at them with the Harry Potter stuff specifically. Mm -hmm. And so there's a ton of fics on there where it's like Draco X reader, but Draco is your stepbrother or your stepdad. Interesting. And that is super, super common. Like a lot of the fanfics are, you know, incest, pseudo incest, whatever you want to call it. You know, they're a step relative. Right. Um, But it it was just interesting to me that that is where that trend is going, like on Tumblr specifically. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, And I was like, well, because there's also been that shift on Pornhub too. They used to not really be so... Um, diligent about like things could be called like mom and son or whatever like that but if you've been going on it in like recent years they've been very clear that like they need to say like stepmom and stepson like you can't really find anything now that has just like you know dad right. and daughter or whatever like it has like, to it say is technically illegal. <laughs> yes exactly and I feel like before like they could get around it, it like the title could say that but then like in the in the actual video they'd be like stepmom or whatever to like get around the legality but yeah. like they've been really like hitting hard on the titles in like the last few years I yeah feel like. so I feel like that's like a big trend of like the and I maybe think part of that is like it's maybe just too much for people but like yeah. if you're like a you know teenage boy it might be a little bit more normal to fantasize about your stepmom mm-hmm. than your actual mom right right and why that's so common I yeah. don't know I don't know like I said it's not for me but it is it is for someone (laughs) it is for a lot of people um one of the other tags that is i'm not gonna say common but it does show up it has just over seven thousand uh fix under this and that is twin cest so twin cest is twins having sex yeah it's incest with twins yeah it's fred and george making sweet sweet love to each other (laughs) (laughs) whispering sweet nothings I love that for them, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm like, if you love it for them, okay. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> My question is, if it is a fanfic where, um, like, for instance, Harry Potter has sex with Fred and George at the same time. Yeah. But they're not having sex with each other. Is it still twin cest? I don't think so. Um, it also reminds me of a fic I read a fraction of called Quartet. And it is a fic where <laughs> it was one of the first Hermione fics I read, like after Manicold. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was basically Hermione is in a sexual and then romantic relationship with Draco Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy and, and Severus Sever- Snape, oh, which God. I'm like, good for her. I mean, like, I guess I yeah. want to do that, but maybe separately. Yeah, definitely. I don't want the, the Lucius and Draco in the same room. Yes. Yeah. And in that one, it was like technically no incest, but right. there were scenes where they were all having sex together. And I got to say, that's weirder to me. Yep. I'm like, if you're going to do this, just fuck your son. Because right. it's so weird to be like, it's not incest, but it's like, we're in the same bed. Right. It's like, I don't. We're having sex with the same woman. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, if you're dealing in technicalities, you might as well just go all the way. Because I like, I don't know, like, just don't tiptoe around. I don't know. It's like a weird, like. Why are you even there then? If you're so worried about the technicalities, just get out of the room, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, don't be like technically no incest. If they're going, I'm like, if it was like, yeah, she's in a relationship with both of these, but they're never like in a sexual space together. Yeah, they're, right. It's always separated, but that's not the case. No, like they're in the same bed. Because like, you I could accidentally make eye contact with your son. And then what are you going to do? 
They do because I, I was a really long fic and then I like was like, I'm not reading all of this. Like this is so much. And so I went because it was like it was so much happening and like Tareko was like a weird, like whiny bottom, basically. Yeah. But like Snape and Lucius's were like, you know, mm-hmm. tops, which I guess makes sense, but also I was like, Oh my lord, like I cannot read eighty chapters of this. Um so I skipped to the last chapter to see how it ended, and it did end in a scene where Draco and Severus are having sex Mm -hmm. on the same bed as Hermione and Lucius and Lucius has a conversation with Draco and does give him sort of a fatherly pat on the arm and I'm like honestly just fuck at that point because it's gonna be less weird yeah because like you're basically you're being weird about it now right like (laughs) you're basically having sex I don't know it's just like you're you're talking to him like they're, you're interacting in some way. Sure, you're not physically touching, but then like you might as well just physically touch because like what the hell? Like, yeah, I'm like I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, that thing was so crazy. I don't know why that was so like. It bothered me so much, but it was just like don't tell me there's no incest when I and I know there is. Right. Like I don't know. It's just like you might as well at that point. Yeah. I personally the the thing for me of like I don't believe this quartet is that I think Severus would find it too um much work to deal with the two of them yeah in the same space like i feel like he's okay he's he i feel like he definitely likes draco i think he's like you know very much like there's a, a relationship there i don't think he gives a shit about lucius i think he would beat up in the lucius. best of times and then in <laughs> like actual what i think he is is he wants to fucking kill him at any given moment yeah. um so i don't believe that but i never understand their them being shipped together because i'm like I can choose no Severus with anyone, but yeah. him with Lucius, I'm like, he's going to beat the shit out of yeah, that man. Yeah, he has no patience for that man. He has, like, a hair trigger for him. Um, and then especially having to deal with the two of them in the same room, pitter-pattering around. I feel like maybe, maybe if they've just had sex, he'd be like, fine, be whatever. Like, I'm yeah, not right. dealing with the po- politics of this. But if they're dealing with the politics of this, he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. my dick is down. There's no hardness to it. Like we can't do this right you know like no one is writing tonight he's like figure it out beforehand we're not doing this here and now yeah okay or else i'm not here right so that's I my agree. two cents on i agree it. <laughs> and i was like you know and it's so weird with the germany stuff because i used to read a lot of germany mm-hmm. and i started reading dreary and i've changed my opinion on it your team dreary yeah, yeah definitely um but i weirdly do feel like hermione and sever snape works like i know people are that's very controversial but i've read a lot of those fics and it works yeah i'm like these two it. people are like dorks they, they would are. have a fun relationship yeah anyways that's we're getting off topic of the incest we sure are. they're we not sure even are. We get close derailed. to being related like i don't know what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Derailment Podcast. I'm Spencer. <laughs> we're out of practice. Uh, not that we were good to begin with. Okay, yeah. so the other uh, tag I want to talk about in the incest world, um, which I feel like I might have mentioned uh, offhand, but we're going to go into detail, is mm-hmm. One Cest. Oh, yeah. Which one-cest. is a fan favorite. Um, <laughs> so One Cest comes from the Lorax fandom, which is extremely funny to me, because why does it have a fandom? Honestly. But it does, and they were powerful for a time. Yeah. Um, I wonder what Dr. Seuss would think about the Lorax fandom. I, you know, I'm, I think it would kill him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. He's already dead. Um, this is also, it's also common to use the term self-cest. Oh, yeah. Specifically when they are not talking about the characters from the Lorax. But right, it is sense. somebody having sex with themselves. Um, but this comes from the Lorax fandom. So basically in the movie, the animated movie, The Lorax, there is a character called the Onceler, mm-hmm. uh, who is the antagonist. He is basically the personification of 
capitalism destroying the world. Right. Um, and in the original book, he's like not a character. He's like a hand off screen. He's not important. Yeah. But in the animated movie, they decided to make him a hot, skinny emo boy. Yes. For some reason. A hot, skinny emo boy, but in the way where he looks like a weasel. Yeah. I would personally not call him hot. Right. But it's, I guess, like the there's a lot of people that consider him hot so yeah. it's, it, it is a, a, a descriptor that people have used yes yeah I, so i'm just gonna use it yeah um but anyways I, they made him the skinny emo boy whatever yeah. um and the fandom was really into him i remember seeing posts where it was like imagine sitting on his lap and it's like it's just two twigs like what are you gonna sit on you know i'm like that looks like it hurts like yeah. a bicycle seat like, no thank you um because there was, like, nobody else to ship him with, unless you were writing ex-reader content, people began to ship the Onceler with himself. So, basically, yeah. in the context of the movie, there's a Onceler before he becomes the personification of capitalism. He's, like, just this dorky kid mm -hmm. who is pushed into this business by his family. Mm -hmm. And then there is the post, you know, change into the personification of capitalism, where he wears a suit and he sings a song about being evil yeah. and whatever. And so they would ship these two versions of the Onceler with each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is incredible. Uh, and it was... It is hilarious it, when you take it out of the context of how awful Tumblr was when it was really popular. It is pretty funny. I'm like, it's such a choice. And it was like, I just feel like I'm not properly explaining how big this was for a time like it wasn't oh big if you're a normal person i don't know why you're listening to this but like you maybe it might have flown by you but if you were the on the internet if you were an internet person and especially if you were a tumblr veteran yeah you saw this shit constantly like i had people that i followed on tumblr that all overnight became one ses shippers yep. and that was all they posted about for like years yep um so Obviously, this became really common in that fandom, um, and people were making slash fiction about him writing it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of edits of the two of them together on YouTube. For sure. Still. It's a lot of fan um, art. However, the most common iterations of this, like, fan fiction actually showed up in the form of Ask Vlogs, which we mentioned briefly in another episode, but basically it's where somebody runs a blog like they are playing this character. Right. People can ask questions, and they respond to them. And right. often other people who run ass blogs for a different character in the same universe will interact with them and they'll have a public role play back and forth. Right. Like a Bella ask would be, you know, talking to an Edward ask yes, page. Exactly. So people would have ask blogs where they were the onceler. Mm -hmm. um, this became so popular that there became like versions of the onceler that were based on the ask blogs specifically. Right. Um, so, Swag Onceler was the most popular ass blog of the Onceler fandom, uh, which had about 5,000 followers in its heyday, which is a lot for this kind of thing. A lot. Um, so people started making pairings with other ones. So there was one called Swancest, which is Swag, the Swag Onceler, with the Onceler. Yeah. Uh, the original. Mm -hmm. um, Swittercest, which is Swag and Bitter. Bitter is another Onceler ass blog, obviously. Okay. Yeah. And then Swantercest. Jesus Christ. Uh, which is swag and bitter and the original Onceler. And yeah. people would write stuff about the, they would have, you know, fan art and stuff. So it was Oncest, but it was so much more than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so many versions of uh, pairing somebody with themselves. Jesus Christ. That I'm amazed. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> the Wetzler is just a crazy fandom. We're not. I'm not going to go into any more detail than that because honestly, I was reading about it and I was just like, this is hilarious. Like, yeah, it's, too much it's for me. very funny, but also kind of boring. And um, if we say any more, I'm worried that they will come after us yeah. and we'll be murdered. Somebody's so. still out there, still shipping them. Sure, they sure are. Um, so Wetzler is obviously, you know, or Wetzest is obviously Wetzler specific, but uh, Selfcest is a, still a thing. So there's right. a fic that I actually saw it posted on TikTok at one point, but it's a really popular fic in the Harry Potter world called Harry Has Fun. Oh, yeah. Um, And it includes a relationship tag for, like, Harry and basically anyone in the universe. And he fucks <laughs> everybody. But it starts with him. I did go and read the first chapter because I was, like, so curious, mm-hmm. where he, a version of Harry, is out by the Forbidden Forest, butt-ass naked, and a yes, Harry from... The future, uh-huh. using a time turner, yeah. comes out of Hogwarts and has sex with himself. All right. In the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. And then he's like, sex is great. I'm going to have sex with everyone. Okay. It's all consensual. There's no non-con or anything. It's just Harry. It's literally Harry has fun with everyone. Yeah. Um, it's an extremely long fic, but that I would mean, be sex. Yeah, he has a lot of people to get through. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm like, he's a busy boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's on a schedule. <laughs> um, so anyways, self-cessed, if you see that, yeah. that's what it means that somebody, usually using time travel or some, like, alternate dimension kind of thing, like Loki having sex with himself from another dimension. Right. Like you would see in his TV show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Self-cessed, which I was like, ew, they really did that. Yeah, um, they were like, self-cessed, but make it heteronormative. Yeah, it's and like, they were like, it's not self-cessed because she's a woman. And I'm like, like ugh. <laughs> she's still a Loki. Yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Um, so those are the, the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to now move into talking about basically the kinks, kink yeah. tags. Uh-huh. Specifically, so if you don't recognize them, you know, some of them are just fun to talk about, but some of them it's like you you don't want to be caught off guard. No, yeah. Um, so I'm basically going to go through them, explain what they are, and how many fix have this tag on AO3. Yeah. And maybe talk about the most popular ones in that fandom. For sure. Um, let's start with a classic uh, bestiality. Bestiality. Gotta um, have it. You know, she's there. <laughs> she's here. Um, she's ever present. <laughs> bestiality is, to me, seems self-explanatory. I just still don't know what one-sided bestiality is. <laughs> that um, will haunt my dreams. I just like, don't, I'm I don't like, know what it means. I don't understand. Um, but bestiality is, you know, pretty common. It's a pretty common tag. Uh, it has about 8,000 fix that use it. Oh, that's less than I thought there would be for some reason. Hmm. Yeah. But it's still kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, the most popular fic is uh, not a Harry Potter fic. I actually was surprised because a lot of these heavy hitters were Harry Potter. Yeah. And then as we move into these individual kinks, a lot of them are in various other fandoms. Yeah, interesting. Um, so the top one for bestiality is a BTS fic. Which oh, okay. A lot of these Here are we go. BTS. Yeah, this makes um, sense. I don't know any of the members, and so I'm not going to talk about what the ships are because I don't uh, know yeah. who these people are. Yeah. Um, but, you know... The most common, they were the most popular one with the bestiality tag is a fic called "The Moon Keeps Calling Out to Me, But I Only Ever Hear Your Name," which is a very long. That is so long. A very long thing. Yeah. Um. This is a ABO or Omega Verse fic. Oh, okay. Yes. Um. Makes they sense. They use a lot of these tags, so that's going to be pretty common from here on out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's the most popular one. It has a hundred and fifty-nine thousand hits. Um, wow. But only about 10,000 kudos. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Maybe it's just 
because it's such a niche community that these are the people like just going back and reading it like again and again yeah it could be it's just like that's their fate or maybe it sucks and people just wanted to look at it to laugh at it yeah maybe um another one that's really popular is mine to own ours to keep which is a dreary fix or back to harry okay yeah uh which it's i think also omega verse mm. uh doesn't include that tag specifically i don't think oh yeah it does alpha beta omega it does also include the tag lactation kink so if that's your thing um you know where to find it it yeah. is finished it's seventy thousand words and it is done they finished it okay um right. something that is sort of adjacent to that uh in the harry potter fandom specifically is animagus bestiality which I think is very interesting because I'm like, is it because be- my understanding of bestiality, why it's a problem is because animals cannot consent. Right. But if you were having sex with Sirius Black in his dog form. He can still consent. Yeah. Like he can do, it- like you can do pre-planned like consent or whatever, I think, right? Uh, yeah. When he's a human, when he can talk. You can discuss it. Yeah. Or And then also dogs have like body language and stuff so right, he could he just could, explain like, to you right he could leave or he could like be like if I make this sound or whatever yeah. I'm not cool with it anymore so um, anyways I was just like I guess it's still bestiality because she's only having sex with an animal but yeah. this animal is a uh, conscious you know man right human who right. can consent yeah um, so I feel like that's different yeah yeah, I think that's safe to say. It's still not something I want to do. No, I don't have interest in it. But my question for you is, if you were an animagus, yeah. would you have sex with another animagus in animal form? Well, yeah, I think that's completely fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, depending... Depending on your animagus. Because if you were a fish, <laughs> like your Patronus is, based on that weird quiz we took, uh, it's going to be pretty hard for you to have sex with the dog, based on my understanding of fish anatomy, which is, to be fair, very limited. Yeah, I don't think... Um yeah, salmon <laughs> in particular, uh, which is my Patronus, which is so fucked. Mine's a snake. Yeah. So can a snake have sex with a dog? Other than you Give entering your whole body into a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Very inventive. <laughs> you did that with a fish, too? <laughs> you sure could. Put a fish in there. Just put a fish in there. You just got fished. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the like the physics of it seem difficult when you get into some of these other animals. Yeah. But yeah, like if you were two dogs or whatever. Okay, so Omega's forums. Yeah, you're extended chill. from that. Is it bestiality? Well, no. Maybe that's not the right question. Okay. But like, I, I can't just say a thing and just be like thoughts. <laughs> bestiality thoughts. Um, if Sirius Black in dog form yeah. has sex with Remus Lupin in werewolf form. Oh, okay, wait. This is different, though. Because because, because the werewolf lore in Harry Potter specifically... Is isn't aware. Right. But like, if he's like... So obviously that's non-consensual. Right. However, is it non-consensual? I guess it still is, but it's... My question is, if you were, like, let's say a dog animagus, would you have sex with another dog? Well, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because, I mean, they... Wait, wait. No, hold on. So, another dog, not an animagus, Not though. an animagus. Oh. Just another dog. I don't think I would, but... No. Okay. Then, no. I misunderstood your question. Yeah. Okay. No. Because let me, they me can't consent. Again, yeah. If you were an animagus, let's say you're a dog animagus. Yes. Would you have sex with another dog that's not an animagus, just a regular-ass dog? No. Yeah. Because they can't because consent. Because they can't consent. Yes. That's back to the original thing. But also, like, animals can consent to each other. Right. But you're... 
Well, wait, hold on. Can you communicate with a dog as a dog? I don't know. Like, dog, I, mean, I guess that's well, the thing. Well, I think you can understand dog language, like the right. body language. Right, but you could still understand dog body language as a human. That's still not enough to get consent from true, a dog. True, 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 true. You know? But if you were to do some sort of... Okay, but this is getting deep into, like, magic lore at this point. Yeah. Um, your dog, Animagus, so you have the thoughts and abilities of a human still... But can you then, is there like a further communication that you can achieve with animals in your animal form? I don't know. So that's the question. So that it's, it's, this is open-ended is what I'm going to say. But I think, Let us know your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, so if, if that were to be true, I feel like that is different than if like you're just a human in a dog form and then a dog exists. I think that's still the same rules as if you were still a human right. form. Like your form doesn't matter. It's like the fact of the communication with the animal. Right. You know? Okay. And then so extending from that is the dog having sex with a werewolf. Cause obviously mm-hmm. Mooney can't consent. No, he can't. In as a human, as right. his human form. Right. But he could consent beforehand. He could. They could discuss it. Yes. But then it gets into the politics of because he's not aware or not himself or whatever, like he doesn't have access to his human thoughts in werewolf form, is his werewolf form then basically a different creature or entity or right. whatever? Right, does it have its own... Um, like rules and consents and memories even. Right. Like in, if he were to interact with another werewolf in werewolf form later like that next month will he remember their interactions blah blah right. blah like does he have a because i know life in canon, on that night two werewolves in werewolf form can have sex and they give birth to like dogs interesting wolves. or wolves yeah. yes just like full wolves yeah they're like that is werewolves. interesting so i think then remus's consent doesn't count for the werewolf in that case yeah i think that's a good point yeah that's a different thing mm-hmm. but if he's using you know wolfsbane potion where he can keep his mind then that yes. then they're just getting freaky and yeah they're cool. just getting freaky yeah safe same consensual yeah that's or cool sort of safe yeah interesting stuff mm-hmm. um yeah anyways. because I think if he's has his wherewithal but he's in werewolf form I don't think that's any different than people having sex in a fursuit because it's just like it's just a different physical form yeah you know which I but, guess is the same as like having sex with an animagus yeah exactly because they're kind of just like wearing a costume right they are an animal but yeah but like if they're okay with it and you're okay with it yeah. So bestiality, yes, but okay, still yes. Sure. But not, <laughs> bestiality is not okay because there's no consent. Yes. So it's fine if you have sex with your animagus partner. Yeah. In whatever form they choose, as long as you guys are clear on communication. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think so. Glad we, glad we came to this <laughs> as a group. Um, Let us know your thoughts. Uh, email us at, um, I don't even remember our email. Um, find it. I don't know. DM us even if <laughs> yeah, you want to. Do something else. Uh, what, do we have an email? <laughs> you can find us. I don't know. We're there. We gotta, we gotta get that set up. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, so another tag, uh, this is, for some people will be very clear, but I'm just going to explain it anyways. Uh, something that is not bestiality mm-hmm. is puppy play or pet play. Oh, I didn't realize that's not. Okay. Interesting. So Go puppy ahead. play and pet play, it basically refers to a kink where somebody is role-playing as a dog oh yes i see yes okay I so understand. you know down on all fours barking eating right. out of bowls in a kennel that whole thing yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um just you know i just felt like i would clarify if you see puppy play that does not mean that there's actually a puppy yeah, yes there is no right. animals involved they're just like having a fun time right. as humans right um another thing that is very common um i i would call it 
bestiality, although sometimes it's plants, um, is tentacle sex. Oh, okay, yes. Uh huh. So that could be a, a, you know, a being or like a plant. Right. It wouldn't necessarily be bestiality, but I do feel like it's bestiality adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which tentacles, tentacle porn, tentacle sex is, it's also very in, and it, it has is. been. Especially with the introduction of Stranger Things. The women understand. I have seen videos where men are like, why would you be into this? And women are like, yes. Yeah. And I get it. I get um, it. Yeah. It's extremely common. Tentacles as a tag by itself has 21,000 fix. Mm-hmm. Tentacle sex um, has about 10,000. So mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, fix using this. Yeah. Um, the most popular ones are basically all from the Venom, the movie fandom. Makes sense. Where Eddie, the main character, and Venom have sex and tentacles oh. are involved. Wait, so that's a pretty common. Sh- I think that's like what Eddie is like the he, Tom Hardy's character, yeah. but then Venom kind of exists within him. So is yeah. that also a self-cess then, or no? Because they're kind of two different beings. Because it's like he, the Venom came inside his body or something, right? Right. He's like a host. He's like, yeah, he's like a. He's more of a parasite. Right. So I guess not. So they're, not they're really. still separate entities. They're yes. still separate. And I think they can separate, sort of. Okay, okay. And they definitely can when they're having sex, as right, you know, obviously. These yes. wonderful authors show us. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, tentacle sex is obvious. I feel like it's bestiality adjacent. Yeah. Because um, well, it also depends, too. It's like, is it a creature that just has tentacles or whatever? Or there's a lot of like people, but they have tentacles on them. Like they're right. a heart creature, but they're still like a person. Yeah. Like Stranger Things. Yes. Or um, like a Pennywise sometimes. Pennywise or um, um, Nemesis. Yeah. I was about to say Nemesis. Yeah. Um, Which is from Resident Evil, if you do not know. Yes. Uh, so definitely could be a person with tentacles. Right. Actually, so there isn't different. even a part where Voldemort appears to have tentacles in the last Deathly Hollows. Every time True. I rewatch that movie, I'm, I'm always like, ah, because it's I like an extension it of his robes technically, but his robes are kind of like this weird magic anyways, from when he like rebirths or yeah. regenerates. Because or in the movie, he just shows up but with the robe, but in the book he is, he's got his dangly bits out. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he has them, he could be kendalling it. She doesn't clarify, which I, we deserve answers, Joe. And also like, did Harry Potter see Voldemort's penis? I think he did. And I, I think, think that's did. embarrassing for Voldemort. Yeah. I think he I think he had diggly bits. This is what And my also that means is. he's not wearing underwear ever. Yes, he's not. <laughs> and it's amazing he doesn't chafe his thighs. But I guess maybe he's a skinny legend. He but is. Um, what my headcanon is is that he can dolls himself mm. because he has his dingly bits out. He has them. That's just like the natural process. But he feels kind of weird about it. He, like, and he's not really him. he's not really a sexual being, I don't think, in my mind at least. He, he can be, but in my version of him he's not he's asexual and i kind of like love that for him that he could be like i'm gonna just get rid of this in the same way he gets rid of his nose and he wants to be like snake like right and he just achieves his like gender euphoria of being gender he's kind of like the baron from what we do in the shadows yes although the baron is a highly sexual being he is highly sexual i do feel like voldemort would be bad in bed he would be i don't think he'd be good i don't think he i think he wouldn't try hard enough Mm -mm. Um, we're getting way off. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm derailing us. It's my fault. Um, anyways, tentacles is a bestiality. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> I think it's a sliding scale. If, if, I think it's a spectrum. Yeah, I'm like, there should be a word that's like bestiality, but having sex with a plant. Because I do, I think about that. Because I'm like, in the right. Harry Potter universe, you can have them having sex with Devil Snare, right? Hot, yeah. or them having sex with the squid that lives in oh. uh, the Black Lake. Well, that is a 
That's bestiality. Yes, right. But the devil snare, that's interesting. I feel like there probably is a word and we just don't know it. So yeah. let us know. Yeah, let us know. Send us a send us a DM or something. Yeah. All right. So um, that took way longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Let's move on to another big tag. I already mentioned this before. Uh, water sports. I feel like this, this one is one that I got surprised by. Yes, because it's not as clear. No. And also you can be like, oh, they're going to go they're gonna go in the lake or something like yeah like they're sports. like gonna go yeah like skiing or right what's the, water skiing you know god <laughs> anyways this has become like a big joke like within fandom culture like i constantly see videos about it on like tiktok and stuff yeah um and to quote one of the tiktoks i saw it's piss yeah um water sports is sexual activity that involves urine so yeah. being peed on or in or peeing on or in someone else mm-hmm it's, you know, it's pretty common. Yeah. Lots of people have piss kinks. Yeah. Uh, and water sports is the tag to use it. Not a fun tag to miss. No. When you're just having a fun time and somebody's getting peed on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. I think I was like maybe like 12 or something the first time I saw something about that. And I was like, what? It's like, don't do what that. Keep your pee this? inside. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's a surprise if you're not ready for it. Yeah, um, sure it's was. pretty common as a 20,000 fix with oh, yeah. this tag. Um, the most popular is BTS. Um. Huh. So yeah, you know they're doing that. Uh, it's also a megaverse. Yeah, I guess so. Um, over there, meaning the BTS like fandom, not <laughs> BTS themselves. I don't mean to imply that. Jesus Christ! Thought- <laughs> I'm like the Korean government is coming after me. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean that. I'm sure BTS is not peeing on each other, but if they are, I'm happy for them. Yeah, they can fine. do that. I think that's awesome. Safe, sane, and consensual, etc. Yeah. Um, the other big one, like super common fandom using this tag is Team Wolf, and they oh. are going to show up a lot in this. You know, that makes a lot of sense. So like marking things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's really common with like scent marking, which is a thing in the Omegaverse, but also just with werewolves, you know, with these sorts of things. So yeah, yeah, they're yeah, peeing yeah. on things all the time. Yeah. Um, this is kind of adjacent to usage of scat or scat eating, uh, mm. which is, you know, it's poop. Yeah. A lot less common, but it still has over 2,000 fix with this tag. Yeah. That's even worse. I'm like, if I miss water sports, I'm going to be like, oh, but if I miss scat, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that, it makes me physically ill. And then, okay, so moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Please. Yeah, I'm like, ugh. That's enough. It's not for me. Um, okay, so another really common one is somnophilia. Oh, yes. Uh, so this is a sexual fetish where a person has a desire to have sex with an unconscious human object who is unable to respond. Interesting. So, you know, having sex with someone who is, like, asleep or, you Knocked know, drowned, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, which it, it is an interesting thing with, like, consent as far as, like, because you can consent before, but, like, not during. Right. It gets tricky because, like, it's you can't really take consent away when, like, you could if you were aware and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, it has 16,000 fix with this tag. Mm. Uh, the top ones are Team Wolf and BTS. Makes sense. They're getting freaky over there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty common to see this clarified more you know, further in tags with consensual somnophilia or mm-hmm. non-consensual con- somnophilia, uh-huh. uh, which is an important, you know, difference because if they're just having a fun time with a sleeping person that knows they're doing that, it's a very different fic than if that person is unaware. Right. Another one, uh, which you probably know, but in case you don't is necrophilia, right? Which is a sexual fetish of wanting to have sex with a dead person. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 4,000 fics that use this tag, mm-hmm. um, which also seems like kind of a lot to me. Mm. Um, but you know, people are into it, I guess. They sure are. Um, the most popular ones are MCU Marvel cinematic universe fix, which I was not expecting them to show up. The most popular one is a Peter Parker, Wade Wilson, who is Deadpool. Oh, um, yeah. Uh-huh. And it is a fic between them. It is Omegaverse. Mm. Um, 
which I was deeply surprised to find out that Peter Parker is the alpha and Wade Wilson is the Omega. Interesting. Uh, that, I don't know why that's surprising, but it really did. I think especially if your vision of Peter Parker is Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, you know, the MCU Peter Parker. That is interesting right. and surprising. Yeah. It was written in 2020, so yeah. it could be. It's pretty long. It's 200,000 words, and it is finished, and it has a sequel, I think. Oh. Um, you know, it's just your your standard Omegaverse thing. Yeah. I love that for them. Yeah. Um, another word, this is one I didn't know and I was blindsided by, is sounding. Um, so sounding is the practice where men insert specially designed items made from glass or metal into the opening in the end of their penis. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which, I gotta say, gives me the shivers. Yeah, it sounds... Um unpleasant yeah and painful um i imagine it is but maybe that's the whole point yeah um, i guess about 3500 fix so almost okay. the same amount as necrophilia yeah and the most popular is from good omens the good omens fandom you know that seems like something where they would just come out of left field and just like you know dog everybody They're like, yeah this is our territory it, it's very interesting because it appears that crowley in it because it's Crowley and Aziraphale because what else would it be if it's right. Good Omens? Right. Crowley has a penis and a vagina, and Aziraphale also has both. Oh, okay. So that's interesting that they have a penis and a vagina, but they feel the need to put something in the penis. Yeah, I you know I'm not sure, and I just realized. Wait, I so do they have a penis, vagina, and butthole? Like it's that kind of like order. I'm assuming it must be all okay. three. Yeah. Um, I'm just realizing now that this is actually not a fanfic, but a series of not safe for work images. Oh, interesting. So there's no actual writing, or yeah. maybe there might be a little bit. It's like 700 words, which is probably just to clarify what it is. Right, just like image descriptions. <laughs> This one is more specific to just BDSM, but uh, if you don't know what it is, you know, I just feel like it's important to rec- you know, explain what it is, which mm-hmm. is subspace. Oh, um, yeah. So a sub in like a BDSM relationship refers to like a submissive, and it's very common for them to, during a scene, which is where, you know, a dominant and submissive are, you know, interacting in a sexual setting or in, in a BDSM setting in general, mm-hmm. uh, for a sub to enter the state of subspace. So it is a moderate to deep, almost trance, uh, trance-like condition experienced by a submissive during intense or erotic interactions with their dominant. So it's like very intense um, disassociation. Okay. Uh, but in a way that's, you know, really lovely. That's why people like being subs. Uh, for a lot of people, they really mm-hmm. enjoy that yeah. um, aspect to it because it's like full disconnection from it. Um, but some people really are freaked out by that. They would not want to read that in their fix. So it's important to know what it is. Yeah. Um, it's pretty common. It has 8,000 fix that use it. Um, the most popular one is from My Hero Academia. Oh, which okay. I was surprised by. Yeah. Um, another one that I didn't actually know what it meant before I started doing this research is edge play. Oh, uh huh. So edge play um, typically refers to an extreme form of BDSM where partners agree before a scene not to set a safe word. So this would be uh, where they're oh. going to have something that they can't get out of it no matter what. Interesting. Um, so very much not what I thought it was going to be of like edging. That's a different thing. Exactly. Okay. I, that's what I thought too was like edge play. I thought it was going to be edging, which is where you bring someone to the brink of orgasm and then stop right and do that over and over again yeah um, in an effort to make the actual orgasm like you know more, more satisfying or yes. intense yeah um so obviously this is very different it's a way more extreme version of bdsm which is edging is pretty tame yeah um and it has 
you know, I'm conf I'm interested to know if everyone's using it that way because it has 30,000 fix, which is a lot. Um, so it seems like people are making the same kind of assumption that we are. It could not, be. Yeah. I, that's what I would assume because I it wasn't even a term I really knew or engaged with. So I wonder if people use it interchangeably with edging yeah i don't know for sure it could be all of them are like referring to edge play it just Maybe. wasn't something i knew about I but mean, that seems like a really high number yeah i yeah. agree compared to like these other ones that are all under ten thousand. right um and basically all of the ones on the first page as far as the most popular bts um okay what are we expecting yeah um another one is breath play oh yeah which is the restriction of oxygen mm -hmm. for you know sexual experience uh right by uh, somebody else or themselves so you know autoerotic asphyxiation right. kind of thing falls in that category for sure yeah and it can mean a wide variety of things i personally find the idea of it like really stressful so it's a, a yeah. tag that i would skip specifically so yeah. it's important to like you know mm -hmm. look out for it it's pretty common it has fifteen thousand fix mm -hmm. um and the most popular is actually a real person fan fiction uh from Minecraft gamers of Minecraft gamers. Oh. So Clay Dream, I guess uh -huh. his name is Dream. Yeah. Um, and George Not Found. Interesting. Um, them together. And it is um, asphyxiation and breath okay. play. Uh, love that for them. It's yeah. also finished. I love these people finishing their fix. I wonder if this was something that was ever mentioned like by these streamers or if this is just something that it's like completely like fan made. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how often these two, I'm assuming men, interact. Yeah. Um, Let alone talk about things like breath play. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, another one is uh, cock warming. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, which is extremely tame. It's, you know, it's it very just makes me think of the Mormons. Me. It makes me yeah. think of soaking. But it's basically <gasps> yeah. just like someone putting their penis inside another person uh, just for like to hang out. Yeah, just to like chill it's out there. It's just in there. Yeah. Uh, before or after sex mm -hmm. or, you know, at any time. Yeah. Um, but it makes me think of soaking, which is where... Uh, Mormon heterosexual couple will have penetrative sex but without moving mm -hmm. and then have somebody like move the bed for them. Yeah. So it's kind of like they're having sex but they're not but yeah. they're like oh it's cool with God. Right because like, we're not actively doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. It's like okay. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, cock warming is pretty common. 12,000 fix. Uh, most of the top ones are all anime mm -hmm. and a lot of anime that I don't, I don't know anything about anime. So yeah, me neither. One of the other ones that's extremely tame, but I didn't know, like I didn't know this word mm -hmm. is fraudage. So, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Right. Fraudage is the practice of touching or rubbing against the clothed body of another person. Um, so like dry humping basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's extremely tame, but it's such a common tag and I kept coming across it and like not understanding what that was. Yeah. It's feel, um, that term feels, I don't know why, because it probably isn't, or maybe it is aggressively British. I, I would think so. Yes. Like, it feels I don't very like British. it because I don't like the British. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's 36,000 fix. Uh, the most okay. popular is a dreary one that is also just a really popular and dreary in general mm -hmm. called mm -hmm. Tea and No Sympathy. That's oh, okay. Thick. It's yeah. excellent. Um, but, you know, if you come across that, don't be afraid. It's it's pretty, pretty you know, tame. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, another one, which is extremely common in Omegaverse, uh, is cum inflation or just inflation. <laughs> yeah. So this is where a person is in, ejaculated into in such a great 
in such a great volume that their stomachs start to expand or distend. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's really common in Omegaverse because there's a lot of fluids going back and forth in that, you know, interaction. There's for sure. They have a lot of terms. Yeah. It has um, just under 9,000 fix. Hmm. Top ones are BTS and Teen Wolf. And I am very interested in this because I wanted, I was like, is this a fiction thing only or is this possible IRL? Hmm. And so I did some research. Um, I am unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> I have the time. Um, so this was based on a bunch of posts I read on Reddit because they are always out there doing God's work. They um, sure are. And basically they said that you would need a few gallons of liquid to properly do inflation. For someone oh, okay. to, like, to you see, you know, a uh, reaction in that. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, the average human ejaculates between 0.1 and 10 milliliters of uh, sperm. Okay. Come every time that they ejaculate. Yeah. Um, so to fill a gallon, a person, or what, multiple people, they would need to come between around, I'm just going to round it because I'm going to say all these numbers, but um, 38,000 and... Four million times. Jesus. So, if it was a human man and just one, no, no, you would need a lot more, a lot more than that. Yeah. Um. And according to the Reddit user Prof Gaming, um, the main problem is not necessarily the amount of cum needed, but keeping it inside. Yeah, it feels like it would. It's you might lose very some of easy it. for it to come back out yeah. before it could get to that amount do you think maybe too it's because of like the physical anatomy like how i feel like far back like there's a lot of organs and stuff in front before like i feel like you could get to a point of something like showing to your stomach like is that part of it do you think maybe i don't know i'm not sure i mean people were talking about how they've done a version of inflation that wasn't um come related it was like right. some other liquid yeah. um which i guess is semi-common and that's how they know that it takes several gallons to do so so i don't know exactly how that works and really figure that out and i yeah. found it um hard to do research because they kept trying to give me economic articles about inflation and i was like i am a dirty heathen that's yeah. not what i'm researching no i'm not researching your boring ass thing about what, am I a libertarian economy? like it's not happening <laughs> honestly i barely know how to read this is clearly not what i'm looking for yeah also like I'm just um, um, thinking about, like, how... Yeah, because I was thinking about, like, the how do you even keep it in? Because, like, the person can't be laying down because, like, like flat. Because, like, it would just fall out of them, yes. So, like, you'd have to get them you in some sort of angle. You would have to be, like, angle. propped, yeah. Yeah. Which seems like it would have to be kind of extreme, too, considering... I don't know. That just right. seems like a lot. It seems difficult. So, I, the consensus is it's fiction only. Yeah. Probably not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. And to end our episode, I wanted to end on this because, honestly, this was, like, one of the inspirations for, like, making this specific episode was Mm -hmm. a TikTok about this term, which is figging. Um, So it's by the TikTok user um, Icarus Pendragon. Okay. uh, Who is a really popular TikToker in fandom culture. She makes a lot of stuff about, you know, these sorts of terms Mm -hmm. and about supernatural fan fiction. Um, She's great. You know, love her stuff. I... 
already really liked her, but I also love the fact that her description on TikTok is cringe is dead, which is very similar to mine, which is everything's cringe, bitch. Let's get you some hobbies. <laughs> so I was like, I love her. Yeah. Um, so figging is where we're ending. Um, it was not a term I had ever heard before. Yeah, I don't know it. So figging is the practice of inserting a piece of skinned ginger root into the human anus in order to generate an acute burning sensation. Oh, okay. I was wondering why ginger root specifically, but that makes sense if you need it to burn. Yeah. God, that's rough. It has 700 fix, which to me feels like a lot. A lot of ginger. That is a lot of ginger. Um, You know, and you know, the more they think about it, that kind of makes sense because of how lumpy and like, you know, crazy it looks. I feel like it could probably have like a similar sensation of like anal beads or something. I just would be worried it's going to get lost in there. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of ginger roots, like, they're not very big. Yeah. It's not like it has a ball sack attached to it, like a dildo or something. No, exactly. That makes me nervous more than the actual act of it. Yeah. Um, You know, it's... Some people are into it, I guess. The most popular one was a Stucky fic, which is surprising. This is the first time we're mentioning them. Oh, yeah. Bucky, who have, you know, crazy amounts of fanfic. And Where are they even getting ginger? These two white men from the 1940s You have a credit card like where are you buying it from right. um, are you going to the asian market in chinatown <laughs> like where the hell are you getting ginger honestly um the second most popular is uh naruto and oh. which i was well, like they'd okay. have access to ginger yeah and then the third is of course teen wolf yeah so makes sense teen wolf is everywhere yeah it's gonna be great when we get to them we're gonna spend so much time on harry potter you're gonna forget i ever mentioned this but yeah we will cover teen wolf because they they have a lot of fun stuff in there for sure i believe it um so that is the end of our ridiculous list. We of made dead it. Dev we stuff. took a lot of detours and roundabouts, <laughs> um, but I think they were fun. They were needed. Yeah, um, because we're just here having a fun time. Yeah, there's some heavy stuff in here, but there's also some fun stuff. Um, I hope you had fun at least. Yes. Um, if you had to skip anything or whatever to get through it, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, that's dead dove. Do not eat. Now yes. you know what to look for. If yeah. you're ever, you know venturing into AO3 or just the internet in general. Hopefully you have a better sense of what you'll be able to handle or, you know, be able to interact with and not get blindsided, which Definitely. is the main point of this. Yeah. It's the yeah. whole point of like these sorts it's of education, things. education, I think. I mean, um, I think it's important to know because you never want to get blindsided by these things. No. Um, and I think um, considering how long this podcast was, you should get college credit for it. Uh, yeah. So Send show it to your professors. to your profs. Um, make them listen to it at gunpoint if you need to. Yeah. Um, and Be then serious. after they try to attempt to kick you out of college, hopefully you will get credit for it. <laughs> this course is pass-fail, of course. No grades. Um, I'm not accepting your papers don't send me your educational papers you can send them to me but i'm i don't know to read so (laughs) i'm just gonna look at them um next episode we will finish off dead dove do not eat i you know it's just part of the title but Mm -hmm. we will cover the omega verse specifically here we're doing it we're doing it we're talking about her there's a lot it's gonna be so fun i've already written it it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be Um, and then we'll take a quick little break uh to prep for um uh, our Harry Potter episodes, yes. which will be, uh, you know, far and many yes. fast. So we so. we have some. You know, we'll be doing fan fiction until we're dead. Um, yeah, you know. ideally, because I love talking about it. It's great. I I don't know what we would cover after this. I try not to think about it. Um, <laughs> well, anyways. that's years away. Honestly, <laughs> at the pace that we're going, <laughs> <laughs> one every four months. Um, so hopefully we will be up again soon for the Omega Verse. Yes. Um, so all right, guys. Bye. Bye.
The Podcast Rejects is a Gamer Frauds Network production. Find us on Instagram at The Podcast Rejects. For early access to all Gamer Frauds Network content and a ton of exclusive perks, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamerfrauds.